listener production. Hello, podcast listeners. We hope you're having a wonderful holiday break. Mark, how are you? I'm very good, thank you so much for asking. How are you enjoying your holiday? Uh, no, I'm not on holidays yet. We uh, start. We've recorded this before the holidays okay. have begun. How do you reckon you are enjoying your holiday? <sighs> no, I don't reckon I'm doing good, man. No, you're struggling. Yeah, I'm sad. Well, you know what you should do. What you should enjoy this podcast, which <coughs> is the best of for uh, the year. Ah. Uh, what we've done, this is how this podcast episode is going to work. Sorry, got something in my throat. You okay? Yeah, mate. You got a horse throat? <laughs> Go fuck yourself. This podcast is, we've gone to Mark, we've gone to Broden, we've gone to Sam, we've gone to Tom, we've gone to Zach. We've said, pick your favourite bit of a podcast this year. And, we'll, and, and, then, uh, and then we'll chuck it all together. And we're going to put it all together for you. We're going to go one by one, mm-hmm. put in people's favourites, and we hope you enjoy this episode. At the very least, it's going to be a fun reflection on the year from one of the worst podcasts you can listen to. Yeah, remember where you were when you were listening to three tired men who don't really care about quality. It's more... more uh, Quantity. More quantity is what we're interested in. And reflect on where you were at the time when you heard these people... Uh, slowly give up on life. Did you, do you think, one, when this is played, do you think you've enjoyed the new Star Wars? Sitting here now, do you reckon you've enjoyed it? Well, look, man, I'm seeing it in uh, three days. Yeah, but... Three, four days. N- it's now January it's now, or December. I Look, there's only a couple of things I want from the new Star Wars movie, Broden. Yep. I want to see Luke Skywalker get into a, a fisticuffs. And there's only one thing I want from you, and that's a straight what? answer. I'm trying to give you a straight answer, goddammit. Yeah, well, I'm not I'm trying one. to tell you, if you're listening to this and these things happened in the new Star Wars movie, then you bet your bottom dollar I'm one happy chap. Okay, great. So Mark Hamill's in it? I want to see Mark Hamill get into a light super foot. I really want to see that. And I want to see Kylo Ren get, like, mad at Luke and be like, you fucking, you fucked me up, you betrayed me, or, or whatever. I want to see them get into a row. Okay. They're the two things I want. That's if, all you want? That's all I want. And if what I if get it, those, I reckon it's going to be great. What if it's just those two things? Then it's going to be a short movie. Yeah. Um, and you know what? I'm going to be disappointed. Yeah, right, okay. See, so, yeah, see, it's about the dish. If the dish is just mm. chicken salt, mm. Mm. it's not a dish. Mm. Mm. All right, mm. enjoy these top five episodes. Mark's favourite episode. Um, I guess I got my... F- I was always... Never the funny kid in class. I was... Right. Uh, <laughs> I was always a bit of a naughty kid who struggled to focus. Yeah. And then yeah, yeah, yeah. got into the productions at school and I thought, gee, I like this. And that and the rest is history. Boring. Um, sorry. Sorry. Why are you, sorry. Excuse me. What was that? Boring. Boring. Oh. <laughs> Uh, sorry, we're just trying to do a podcast, podcast here. Yeah. We're trying to... Yeah, uh, if you could uh, and keep down the coughing and the sneezing or whatever that... Why am I here? <laughs> <laughs> that is a great question to kick off the introduction to our guest uh, this evening, which is, of course, Anne Edmonds? <laughs> Anne Edmonds. <laughs> a good friend of ours. Uh, what percentage? And because I'm a math man. What percentage of Edmonds was like was real there? None, zero oh, percent. Right. 
I'm well aware of your first and last oh, name. Oh, thank you. That's okay. You're very welcome. <laughs> I studied very hard for this. And and it's it's a first and last name that's that's really buzzing around the, the Australian comedy scene. <laughs> it at the really moment. is, isn't it? I mean, you can't walk into a shop without someone talking about how Anne Edmonds offended them at a show. <laughs> <laughs> and tell us a little bit about yourself. <laughs> Well, um, I started comedy nine years ago. Um, boring. <laughs> I'm that wasn't even a fuck. cough. He didn't even try to cover that. Yeah. He just came boring. straight You're out. You're a boring it. fucking. <laughs> You're ugly. You're a cunt. We're doing this in almost a breakfast podcast. Yeah, yeah I know. And Mark keeps saying good. It's really off-putting when someone's in broad daylight going, good evening. Like, have you got something wrong with your brain? Yeah, sorry. I don't know why I do that. <laughs> <laughs> like, why do you think it's the night? Because people listen to it when they're with a glass of wine. This is a very sophisticated podcast. <laughs> people listen to it over dinner with their loved ones, having a glass of wine. So I'm just, you know, sort of, uh, we're not recording it in the evening, but I imagine that's when most cunts will be listening mm, to it. Yeah. I listen to my podcasts on the train in the morning. Well, good evening to you if you're listening on the morning, it's the morning evening. train to work. I'm a vicious al- alcoholic and I always say, it's it's evening somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why I drink in the morning. Yeah. But the reason I brought up the breakfast, mm-hmm. the reason I brought up breakfast, you made air, we're in, air in Scotland. Mm. Mm. And uh, <laughs> you can cut out that pause there, just to keep yeah, up the a- pace. Yeah, no, yeah. no And what I noticed... Yeah. Is that you guys were having some Vegemite toast? Yes, we were. Yeah, and uh, we're a couple Aussies on the other side of the yeah. planet. Yeah, and boy, aren't we having fun? Well, aren't but, we connecting? Yeah. yeah did you did uh, did uh, where did the Vegemite come from? So our, I didn't. You can't buy it here. Our can manager, you? we can. Can you apparently. buy mite? Can you buy any sort of oh, mite? That, here? Yeah, that you can mite buy, stuff. You can buy the, the gelatinous it's other mite. It's it's um it's white. No, it's not. It's um. <laughs> It's sweet. Yeah, it's sweet what? and it's soft. Sweet. White yeah. mite is a pretty great selling point for a new type of mite, though. If yeah, you were to make yeah. white mite and just colour it white, I'm going to fucking get on that. If anyone out there wants to make some white mite, send, send it, it to us. Send in it in. a jar and we'll eat it without any questions asked. <laughs> <laughs> this is calm. <laughs> have you ever had promite, Anne? I have. I've had, I've had every mite. Are you a fan of promite? Nah. None See, because I'm I'm promite man over Vegemite. Really? Oh yeah. You're far. Oh yeah. You're no, real. it's just what I grew up on. I'm a I'm a, I'm a, I'm Italian, and I'm thinking we just, just have slightly different tastes. But just hey, because you Mark, get... Oh no, it's study home at school. Oh my god, no, it's my Mark's nonna. My nonna is here. Ciao, Mark. Sono in Scotland. Hello. Hello, nonna. Nonna, how have you been coping with the death? Of your husband. <laughs> or, or ogni giorno sono triste. Oh, and, oh no. I said, and uh, I go, uh, I go uh, to the grocery and I say, oh, can I please have two pasta? And then I walk home and I go, no, it's only for me, just the one. And uh, it's dead. And I can't, uh, I, uh, I think, oh, no, I... Uh, I, I, I'll put the other one in the freezer, but all... And it is upsetting to me. I've, I've sort of gone Indian. I don't know. And, uh... Well, now, because it's been six years since he passed away, but you yes. still uh, only wear black, don't you? I wear black every day. Is that because... 
If you want to say buongiorno or anything. Buongiorno. Buongiorno tutti. I am in Scotland. I come here to feed Mark because I know he's a very bad boy away from home. I saw him. Mark is not here anymore. He's the ghost of your husband. Dio mio, oh, mamma mia! I love mamma. you so much, I love Madonna. you too, I love you too, I miss you, I miss uh, you. I cannot wait to see your pussy. <laughs> okay, so, now listen guys. guys hey, guys, I love a pussy! We're watching, hey, we're watching mean... this happen, right? Um, luckily, I haven't told you guys, but I, I can control dark spirits. Oh, and no. I'm here to tell this spirit to leave Nonna. She does not need you anymore. No, don't let her take him away from me again. I only just got him back. I want him to fuck me first. Please just go into a room for a fuck one time. Okay, you may go into a room for a fuck one time. Let him have one last fuck. All right, I shall grant ye, Dark Spirit, one more fuck of your thing. Thank you. I appreciate it because I have blue balls. Not because I haven't come in a long time, because I am a ghost, and ghosts are usually a transparent blue. you keep dipping them in blueberries. <laughs> <laughs> and my pussy, is it, is it dry? It's so to... dry, brother. <laughs> Can we get some bromide and put it up? Yes, I'll cover your lips Very in well. bromide. Very well, <laughs> Dark Spirit. I'll my pussy in a bromide. Dark... Black pussy, come on for nonna. Okay. Dark Spirit, I shall get you bromide. Dark ghost of the of the night. Thank you so much. I very appreciate it. Uh, me and the nonna, uh, we go <laughs> off now to uh, do the fuck. Eh? And uh, when we come back, uh, who knows? Who knows? Okay, okay, come back a lasagna. Maybe make know. a lasagna. In the maybe me- do the sauce. In order to my anus. In the meat? No, she knows she's very strong about that. She's always like, hey, I am not in my anus, boys. I always try God, to dark maybe... Dark spirit, not in, his, in. not in her anus, dark spirit. I know, I always try maybe to slip it in when she, uh, you know, in the mood a bit yeah, more. No. It's the time I fall over in the shower. He come in, he, you know, my anus. He back a lasagna in there. Did you I hear that? a lasagna in the anus only maybe four or five times in our 62 year marriage. Yeah, that's right, dark spirit. So no in the anus. No, no, Ennis, I know this has been a rule for a longer time. Off you go to copulate. Okay, see you ciao later, Ciao, tutti. Ciao, tutti. Bye ciao, bye. ciao, 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 ciao. In the meantime, Zach, I thought we could do the top five things that you remember from the 90s. Oh, absolutely. I... <laughs> <laughs> Okay, number one. Oh, great. Uh, Tarzos. Oh, man. I remember Tarzos. They, they were fantastic. Uh, number two for me would have to be Space Jam. Space Jam. We love Space Jam. I love and lasagna. I love it in the yeah, anus. Absolutely. The Warner Brothers have oh. kept the same website for all these years. Did you oh. so funny. You can check that out online. What's number three for you, Mark? Oh. I mean, Brian, oh. sorry. Number three. Oh. Number three is oh. Hey Arnold. Oh. <laughs> that classic cartoon. Oh. I love, I love Hey Arnold. It's a very um, good one. Number four for yes, me that would was definitely a good be one. It's been a really good one. Uh, lethal Weapon yeah. 4. Hey, you're never calm. Really you're never underappreciated make part of the friends. I'm sorry. It's so hard. I'm so tired. You and know, number five? I calm my sleep. I go to bed. Ooh, that's a tough one. I love you so much. I love you so much. I love you so much. But I needed a calm. Probably, I would have to say, really, that's an easy okay, one. Okay, I'll make you come now. 
Okay, I'm making my wife come. I'm back now. Great. I'll okay. go back to the underworld. Dark there. spirit head. It was head. very good to see you again, Nonna. Very good. Yes, always a pleasure. Dark yeah. spirit head down the f- the river of Hades. A chow. Chow, chow. A chow. You fucked one last time. You may leave this A-chow. earth. A chow. Bella. Chow, Bella. Chow, Bella. Chow. Oh, a beautiful song from Nonna. <laughs> Ciao, bella, ciao. I'll see you sometime. Ciao, bella, ciao. Growl out my punan. Oh, guys, I just woke up from the most incredible dream. Oh, Broden's favourite episode bit, bit of an episode. Anyway, I was in um, France oh. uh, filming on the last couple of weeks of a Robin Hood Reboot that's happening next year. Really? In which I'm playing Friar Tuck. Yeah. Oh, wow. This is fucking sick. Um, and it was interesting. Massive four month shoot in Budapest and Croatia and Paris. Jamie Foxx, Jamie Dornan, Taron Egerton, wow. Ben Mendelssohn. Are you fusing? Oh, I love Well, it sounds very Aussie. Yeah, well, Ben Mendelssohn's Aussie. Yeah. yeah. I'm an Aussie. Yeah. Is that it? And uh, oh, a few people on the crew. Yeah. Oh, yeah, um, the Pyro. Main, Pyro's an Aussie. Main Pyro guy's an Aussie. Cool. Uh, First AD was an Aussie. Yeah, <laughs> lots go. of good people in the industry. And I finished shooting. So this is, let's just take as given that I think my, the environmental cost of my lifestyle is disgusting. Good. Um, <laughs> I finished shooting at like four, this scene at 4.30 in the afternoon some day on, in Paris. And they went, okay, you're moving on to the next scene. And I was in the next scene. And that had meant that I was going to have to film the next day, which means I wasn't going to be able to be at this event in New York, which is a kind of handshaking, um, you know, bottom patting event for theatre owners all around America, uh-huh. which we have to do to try and encourage them to take Groundhog Day on the road. Um, and but it was like the producers of Groundhog Day were like, "You got to be there," and I'm like, "I'm sorry, I'm filming." Got got to this point on this afternoon, and we looked at the script, and I said to the boss, said to the director, "Look." My guy just left. He'd got the keys. He'd swapped the keys with Marion, and I'd snuck out the back. Why would he be in here now? And he went, oh, yeah, Tim's wrapped for this scene. And I went, oh. And so I got on the phone, started making calls. Anyway, went out to dinner that night, um, got drunk, um, went to bed, got up, got the first flight out of Paris, 8.30 a.m., out of Charles de Gaulle, and which, because of the time difference, you get... Even though it's a nine-hour flight, you get into New York at uh, 10.30 or 10.40. Mm. We happened to land a bit early. I was stepping off the plane at 10.40. I got a greeter at the airport straight through customs, which can take an hour. Like To get off the plane to the middle of New York is usually about three and a half hours. Yeah. Straight through, into a car, round the corner to a helicopter pad, into a helicopter, to West 30th and and the, the, the river road, the Hudson Road there. And I was sitting, having landed at 10.30, sitting answering questions at this Q&A at 11.30 in Midtown New York. Oh, God. Who, my God. Who pays for that? Who, I don't, who, what's going on there? I don't understand how that's all organised and stuff. Yeah. Is that by the producers? Well, this is an interesting thing. So putting aside the environmental cost, which I think's uh, a huge Notable. moral compromise in my... Uh, like, like, I fly... <laughs> I, I'm, a, I'm going to England. So tonight I do a TV show, a flight to Chicago, London, do a 20-minute interview with someone quite special and yeah. it's about an Australian tour and I'll tell you. Then fly Dubai, Melbourne, all in the next, you know, whatever, 72 yeah. hours. And I've done Europe, LA 15 times in the last 12 months, you know. Wow. More, more. In fact, yeah. And it's terrible. But the reason... So, th- so when I was your age, a little bit younger, like I couldn't, 
I couldn't figure out how to get out of it. Like when my first Edinburgh, I hadn't left Australia for 10 years because we were like going, do we, how do we, what do we eat tonight? Because we can't, you know, Mm. can't afford it. And, and, and everyone's like, but this thing you're doing, you should be in Edinburgh and stuff. And I'm like, stop saying that. I can't get back to Perth for my grandma's funeral. How am I going to get to Mm. Edinburgh? You know, you, it feels like such a, a impermeable membrane that, Poverty and distance. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And now I literally do that flight every month more. Um, and the money thing become it's all about potential. It's it's just a, a, a sum, right? So yeah. to get me from Paris to New, the center of New York in that shorter time cost whatever you know seven thousand dollars. The potential of having the composer lyricist of the show there shaking the hands of the people, yeah. meaning that you can book, even if you only mm. book one more theatre mm. because of that, my presence there, mm. or get one more Tony vote, or whatever the hell the cost is, that could be the exponential. You know, it can be exponential. It can be 100 grand or yeah. 300 grand or 500 grand for the production. Yeah. And so the production of this musical, which cost 20, almost 20 million bucks to get in, from, from conception to New York, is like get the fucker over here yeah yeah what does yeah, it yeah. take to get the fucker here yeah yeah, yeah. so that's yeah. it it's, it's gross was right? it cool was it cool no it's just so cool <laughs> helicopter from jfk to midtown new york Did yeah you ever get the opportunity to do it i mean honestly think of the shit you spend your money on if you boys landed at jfk one day um with the you can't fit six year in the chopper but you, it's called blade well, tom can take it uh, yeah. he can get tommy can get an uber but um <laughs> like you get four of you it'd be like 300 bucks each to do a helicopter ride goes from jfk gets you gets you into midtown by in, in 10 minutes and it's the most wonderful thing to come around the bottom wow. of manhattan in a helicopter that you know the floor's glass and it's a, oh i was wow. i was gonna say i did Sam's favourite episode. Yeah, I'm going to, but first I'm going to have to fight you, cunts. Seriously, I like I will. <laughs> well, you got to get through Penny first. All right. So, oh, well, was... Penny's not here. It's Pina Bausch. Pina Bausch. Okay. All right. So, ladies Please and gentlemen. Please welcome to the stage, Pina Bausch. <laughs> Hello. Wait a second. Pina Bausch back announced herself. We are running a saucy night of cabaret right. here, okay? We should not have such a consumé artist as, as Penny Grouch. It's pronounced consumans. Consumans. <laughs> We should not have such a consumer's artist as Penny Grouch. Idra, I am the, I am the manager. I'm the manager here at Sizzler, and I will not allow that to happen, especially when we've got a new range of steaks available for $32. No. You come into Sizzler what, what and get... Man? My name is Pina Bausch. Pina Bausch, can I and just... And I'd like to just welcome to the stage, Mark Banana. Just before you, you pass it on, I've been waiting for years for DJ Sweet Love and Pina Bausch. <laughs> To finally meet Pina Bausch, a a world-renowned European dance choreographer. Uh, Pina, meet DJ Sweetlove. G'day, cunt. Nice to meet you. So what sort of dance do you do, Pina Bausch? Just a bit of break dancing, a bit of interpretive dancing, a bit of the ballet, a bit of the jazz ballet, a bit of the tapping. That's fucking sick, Pina Bausch. I'm actually friends with a couple of guys that went on um, went on Australia's Got Talent and did like I don't a t- understand what you said. <laughs> do you want to see me do the dancing? I would love to see that, cunt. 
Wow. Do you think that was pretty good? That, that, that was, was like the, such a sick dance. I just want to say that was like the best visual joke that's ever happened in our audio <laughs> podcast. Um, Peter. If only you could all see yeah. what we saw. When you created your dance theatre company, Tansata Vupital Pinabal. Ah, yes, that rings a bell, yes. <laughs> It should ring a bell. <laughs> Why you created it? When you when you created <laughs> tans tans theatre, which I imagine would translate to dance theatre. Nein, translate to the hamburger. It's translate. Sorry, hamburger. And what is Wuppertal translate? Wuppertal means a hospital. Ham. So hamburger hospital theatre, dance theatre. What was the? What was the re- what was the reason for creating Hamburger Hospital Dance? So I just uh, I was in the hospital. I, it's a bit it's a sad story. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. then the hamburger was very nice. I thought uh, Gustav the dance, Gustav the dance, Gustav the dance, Gustav the dance is the hospital. Yeah. What sort of tunes do you like to dance to? Flume. You like flume? <laughs> He's fucking sick. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I like flume. <laughs> I like some trucks. I like uh, the, uh... <laughs> You like um? Do you like chain smokers? I reckon they're pretty poppy, but they're pretty fucking sick considering. Do you know Bewitched? Uh, the Bewitched nineties band from the island. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Come on, come on, get it on. We're riding in a roller coaster. Yeah, they're fucking sick, man. I play them like ironically all the time, man. As it's not ironic for me. I like it. <laughs> oh, was it? What did you? They bewitched was the was the scoring for your first dance theater. Yeah, the the killing of the every person. Yeah, <laughs> the killing of the every person. Yeah. So wait, wait, wait a second. Were you inspired were you by some... Bertolt Brecht? My favourite man. <laughs> were, you, were you somehow involved in the atrocities of World War Two? Is that what you were alluding yeah. to? Then? Yeah. In what way? In what role did you part? Just in what role did you part? In what part did you play? The the sugar plum fairy. You yes. With the gases. Right. Okay. So you too many beans. So you made the gases. <laughs> it's taken a dark turn. <laughs> it has, but you have to remember that you. This is all you. We we do edit if you'd like us to. <laughs> just know that. Uh, what what I'd love to ask. It's important for people to know the truth. <laughs> That's what Germans are very good at acknowledging our responsibility <laughs> and, and moving on from the past. And uh, world renowned now, <laughs> Sam is German and he's enjoying this. That's <laughs> so good. And I think America can take a leaf out of your book. What I really do. I think America can take a leaf out of you, and we can too with our dark history. I think you should be applauded, Jim. Thank you so much, Hillary Clinton. Thank you. No, you're welcome. I'm Hillary Clinton. What I'd love to know is when you won the award for Deutsche Tanz Price in 1995. <laughs> I'm really big on this character. Is it Hillary okay Clinton. if we That's don't? That's pretty loaded. I'm okay if we don't move on from Pina Bausch. <laughs> No, no, I love Peter Bausch. She's a great character. And can I say, um, before that shocking loss, 
where unfortunately I did not break the glass ceiling. I watched I watched on YouTube uh, one of your most fantastic pieces, and it really inspired me to the power of. Was that the stop. killing of the every man? <laughs> Yes, it was such a fantastic piece. Don't you I'm like Hillary the Clinton. Bits, the get it on, riding in the <laughs> of love. I loved it. I thought it was Zach's favorite episode. Bit. Hello, everybody. Zach's in Hong Kong right now, so he couldn't be here to deliver this message. But he wanted me to tell you that his favorite bit of the podcast from this year was for a very special Patreon-only podcast, and he wanted me to put this bit in. Thank you, and I we love did invite treats. one of our um, longtime collaborators and good friend, uh, Tom Armstrong. He had a bit of an issue oh. with uh, one of the products that you've introduced lately and i'd like to get tom and you to just sort of sort this out because i feel like there's a bit of blood blood hi tom, hey don hey mate how are you good mate oh, how are God. you <laughs> <laughs> i'm don Meesh. i'm ceo of domino's australia okay. so i went to domino's with zach and broden it's a true story yeah and it was really hot and we thought we'd get some shakes and hasn't it been warm uh it's in been australia really yeah, warm absolutely um it took like 20 minutes to get three shakes okay okay now uh if I may, this is true. By the way, this is, this true. is true. If I may, uh, part of that might actually be due to the fact that we've we've just installed across all of our stores around Australia <laughs> minus forty. Minus 14 degree ice cream machines. Now, we keep it at that low temperature, at that perfect temperature. And the reason why we've made that deal with that company is because if you keep uh, ice cream at that delicious temperature, you'll actually find that you don't actually have to add a lot of gelatins, a lot of mixes, a lot of uh, those ingredients that really get in the way of that delicious, creamy taste. I think you haven't trained your workers properly because it took 20 minutes to make three shakes. Okay, sure. Now, you might get a faster shake at somewhere like uh, McDonald's. But that wasn't the even the biggest. Service. Problems, <laughs> I, I'll, I'll get to Tom. I'll, I'll get to that. <laughs> Tom, mate, I'll, I'll get to that. Let I just want to. No, absolutely. But at other fast service places, you're actually going to get a quicker thick shake, but probably not as good of a quality. And that's what we're about at Domino's. But please carry on. Okay. So the problem was you gave me a choc lava cake thick shake, mm-hmm. and it was all choc shake, but on top was there was a lava cake. Yes, absolutely. And it was sort of blocking off. The shake, so you couldn't use a straw. You had to use a spoon. (laughs) Now, the problem is they gave you this big, long, flimsy spoon and you couldn't break through the lava cake to get to the delicious shake. So I'm trying to eat the lava cake (laughs) and instead of breaking through the crust of the lava cake, the spoon is just bending, bending and like spoon. at most turning around. So it was a full spoon, it wasn't a straw spoon? No, it was okay. a full spoon and okay. it was just so flimsy. And while the boys were enjoying their shakes okay. on the walk back to the yeah. office, I couldn't enjoy my shake okay, because so I didn't yep. have a spoon that okay. could break through the okay. crust of yep. the lava cake so that I could eat the lava this cake. This is all true, Don. Yeah. Okay, I, I saw this happen to him. And it was super yep. upsetting. And I just think that if you're going to invest in infrastructure <laughs> of minus 14 degree ice cream machines, and you should invest across, in some good Australia spoons now. as well. Okay, can so I, that you can eat your lava cake you let ice cream shake. Okay. okay, Tom, if, if I may respond, I would love, I'd love to respond, Tom. Um, now, obviously, when you're rolling out something as, 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 as big as our minus 14 degree ice cream machines... There are going to be missteps. There are going to be mistakes. Uh, uh, at the last quarterly meeting, I did say to our board, 
there are going to be missteps. Now I'm sorry that that happened. I, 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 it's great to hear you enjoyed one of our one of our super shakes. <laughs> Michelle, I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's great to hear that you enjoyed one of our super shakes with the lava cake. Of course, we actually make the lava cakes fresh in store. We we get the batter. We said I can't the... eat lava cakes. I'm so sorry, Why? About that, Michelle. I'm a vegan. Well, actually, Michelle, uh, <laughs> Zach probably tagged you in a post recently, but uh, on my personal <laughs> Facebook page, I recently did a survey of oh. um, all of our vegan fans asking if we should introduce some vegan cheese, and I just want to say, keep your eyes peeled in 2018, because Domino's might be introducing some vegan cheese to some of our stores. Which ones? Uh, I can't say quite yet, but well, uh, my one? follow me at Don Mij. I'm, I am following you. My friend Zach made me follow you. <laughs> How many extra fucking minutes is it going to take to have the vegan cheese on the pizza, Zach? <laughs> well, Zach can't tell you, but I'm Don Misha. And I can Don. Say, I really believe in quality. And, and how much was that super shake? It was um, like seven ninety five. It was a, great a fucking price joke. Point, isn't it? That's a great entry. Uh, pro- Too expensive, Don. Okay. Um... <laughs> All right, you're sort of fucking coming at me here quite a bit, mate, with your with I'm your just fucking... being real, Don. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Khan. Um, so, oh, you know, they made that lava cake fresh in store, mate, and I'm sorry that that took eight minutes. And uh, frankly... Eight minutes. Okay, you can go fuck yourself, Tom. Tom's favourite episode. I feel like this is a great time to... Introduce our guests. I think so, absolutely. For the evening, uh, so, which we've sort of already done. Just get on stage, guy. Please welcome to the stage. Uh, he's a brilliant, brilliant comedian uh, from New Zealand. Uh, he's taking Australia by storm. You can see him on Comedy Up Late. Comedy Up Late. Uh, it's one of the best fucking bits ever. He's wearing a straw hat. Is that a straw hat? Hemp. <laughs> Hemp hat. Hemp, yeah, yeah, Please boy. welcome... Guy Montgomery. Guy Montgomery is a comedian, and I was trying to do the project. Boom, 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 boom. I've been trying to get on the New Zealand project since it started, and I found the little anecdote you just told very disrespectful, Zach. See, I wasn't lying when I did his accent, was I? I would kill for that opportunity. And for you to wade in there with your fancy story about a fictional character from a book that's not even set in reality is infuriating. I haven't even read the book, (laughs) No, But I've seen the extended editions. That takes longer than it does to read the book. (laughs) When I saw you on the project in New Zealand, uh, naked out the front of a, a grocery store. Uh, <laughs> it's true. <laughs> you say that wasn't you on the project. Uh, well, no, see, so I've been trying to get on as their shower correspondent pretty much since they started. <laughs> uh, and they seem to think that's a, not really a necessary element to the show. <laughs> but what it's is, too early to say. What a shower yeah, we need correspondent you to break that down, does. Mate. What I'll is just, that? I'll just check in. Yeah. Tell them how the water pressure is. <laughs> it just in your shower, or in well, I'd probably, probably have to. If I do get on, I'd like to think I could chat. I'd go into different showers, <laughs> different episodes. <laughs> but anyway, they they won't have it, and so 
Would you, they would have you a, be in your togs or would you be oh, nude? Uh, I'd just get the camera. No, you'd have to be. I'm quite method, so you just get the cameraman to shoot from the hip up. But you'd wear your togs underneath. No, 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 no. All oh, right. I don't shower in togs, Zach. I've got a beautiful penis. I like to look at it. But I said, I said to them, I want to, I want to be the shower correspondent. And now whenever they, because they tweet out, I know the, because New Zealand's so small, I know the whole team. And whenever they tweet out who their, their guest panellist is every night, I retweet it and I say, this person stinks. The people want Guy Montgomery. And I did it so much that I got an email from one of their producers being like, hey guy, look, do you want to do, we do a weird, we do a little segment called the Whip Around on a Friday where we go to the regions of New Zealand and, we, we, and everyone competes to say where it's happening the most. And I said, okay. Can I please do it from the shower in my Airbnb? <laughs> and they said, oh, it's kind of about getting out on the street, so we'd rather you were somewhere in public. And I said, okay, can I please do it in my towel in front of the supermarket? <laughs> and that they agreed to. And, and they, they let me do that, that yeah. And that's where that's our so stories good. converge, exactly. as I turn on television. <laughs> oh, Guy Montgomery's in Wellington. Uh, why aren't you wearing any clothes, Guy? And what did I say? Oh, I just got out of the shell. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love New Zealand. It's my favourite country. You're the best. I watched you on Family Feud Celebrity Edition in New Zealand as well. That was the best thing ever. You kept saying... Well, you, you kept saying... Uh, it was like the question was, where does... What, what's a good other job for Tarzan to have? And everyone was saying, oh, like climber or, you know, like... And you're like, oh, secretary. Uh, you can just say whatever you want. Yeah. <laughs> You don't get asked back, but you can do it at the time. <laughs> the, comedian, the other comedians were getting really mad at you because I think you were losing. And then yeah. they came back to you the next time and you were like, accountant? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm smart. You've been listening to the Auntie Donna podcast. Thanks for joining us for another RIP episode brought to you by AuntieDonnaClub.com. See you next week. <laughs> <laughs>